0: This is the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz, and this week I went on 600 AM KGEZ FM 96.5 to talk to Anthony Nockreiner about a few Seahawks topics from last Sunday and the win over the Cincinnati Bengals, the upcoming game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just a couple of the things that we get into. We talk about, are we for sure that the Bengals are a bad team? We talk about the best and worst from the Seahawks in that 21-20 to win Over Cincinnati. I also bring up the terrible Seahawks road record in September under Russell Wilson, and just how much was there to the reports that Antonio Brown could have been a member of the Seahawks? We get into that as well as our picks for week two of the NFL season. Brandon Schultz
1: joins me in studio right now as we talk NFL. We talk Seattle Seahawks football. Brandon, great to have you on the show once again, my friend.
0: It's good to be back and good to be coming off a
1: win. I was about to say, yeah, 20, uh, 21 to 20 win over the Cincinnati Bengals. And um, I was clearly wrong. Don't take me to Vegas, man.
0: Yeah, we I think we all thought it was supposed to be. Uh, You know, a better showing by the Seahawks against the Bengals predicting, you know, double digit victories and that kind of thing. And I'm it makes me wonder, was I buying into to the to the hype around the Bengals being bad in the offseason? Because there wasn't really a whole lot going in that we actually know because they have a brand new coach. You didn't know what he was going to do with the offense. Obviously, with Andy Dalton minus AJ Green, you know, that's a, a pretty big deal. But Andy Dalton came out and he looked very, uh, he looked like a good quarterback.
1: I was saying this Sunday, I'm like, too many people are selling Andy Dalton short. I mean, I'll tell you what, right now as a Bucks fan, after watching Jameis Winston last week, uh, you know, Cincinnati, please release him, <laughs> Tampa, sign him right now, trade, I don't care.
0: Well, you, it makes me wonder if he is the next Alex Smith, you know, a guy that kind of took a while to develop. And now that he's a veteran, that he can be a serviceable quarterback, kind of in the the bottom tier of you know, good. Well, that's kind of where he's been Is kind of a, a, about that bottom tier of good quarterbacks, but with the right coaching, with the right uh, scheme, it, maybe he can, maybe they can win some games in Cincinnati.
1: We'll see. Uh, like I said, don't sell them short. It will be interesting. And I don't know if Cincinnati will be as bad as people thought. And like you said, maybe we were buying too much into that. And, with that being said, though, Brandon, give me your best and your worst from Sunday.
0: Oh, the best from Sunday: the fact that the Seahawks they shut out the Bengals inside the red zone. The Bengals were made three trips inside the red zone. Uh, they get zero touchdowns, and you know two, they settled for two field goals. They have one turnover, and that's really what led the Seahawks to win the game. The worst of the day was the fact that Dalton had all kinds of time. And I think that was one of the things that we talked about with the, the fact that they had Andre Smith was starting at left tackle. And he's a veteran, but he's never been in outstanding. And so you thought that with Judevian Clowney and and the, the fact that Ziggy Onza was out for the Seahawks, you know, they they were down a pass rusher. L.J. Collier was out, so they didn't quite have the rotation that they wanted in that game. But I still expected them to give Dalton a little bit more of a hard time.
1: What would you well? I mean, what, what do you think it was more of Seahawks secondary? I mean, was that more of a concern, or do you place it really a bunch on the defensive line for all the time and all the completions?
0: I do put more. It's tough because the defensive line, you had Quentin Jefferson have a really good game. You had Al Woods have a good game. You saw Jadavion Clowney make an impact in those in a few different plays. So it wasn't that they didn't get their statistics. It just wasn't there. It wasn't that consistent pressure that I was expecting. And they targeted Trey Flowers. You know, they went his direction all day long. And it probably looks a lot better if they don't hit on, you know, talk about the worst of the day was really that downfield pass where Tedrick Thompson just jumps a little bit too early or, you know, he he sneaks up a little bit too soon and the ball goes over the top of his head. They get a touchdown right before the half. Otherwise, the Seahawks go into the half for up 1410 and it's a totally different game. Instead, they're down 1714.
1: What did you like about the offense?
0: About the Seahawks offense. Yes. Oh, I I like DK Metcalf. Uh, Four catches, 89 yards. I like the tribute to Doug Baldwin uh, in his, uh, you know, by going with 89 yards. That was nice of him to do that. And Chris Carson with the two touchdowns. He had the one receiving touchdown and then the one where he just, you know, busts right through the hole up the middle and doesn't even get touched, walks into the end zone. And it. I would have liked to see maybe uh, a few more yards from Carson here and there. But the Bengals were really playing the run game tough. What I was going
1: to say, I mean, like that, that was one thing that really kind of walked away. I was like, okay, I like what I've seen from Carson. Penny had a big run late in that football game as well. Um, let's talk about the offensive line for a yeah, second. Yeah, uh,
0: if, if we have to.
1: I mean, well, and here's the thing. I, I didn't think we were going to have to because it, you guys didn't trade anybody from that starting five for Javon no. clownies. So um, uh, what do you think? Was it just bad, bad day for them? What
0: I think I was – I knew the Bengals' defensive line was good. I didn't know they're really that, that good up the middle. And, you know, with, you know, Atkins, he just had such a good ga- game against Justin Britt. And when you get that kind of pressure up the middle, it really it stops the run of the Seahawks. And then that's also, well, any quarterback who's getting pressure from the middle is going to struggle. Yeah. And uh, Russell Wilson, we saw him on multiple occasions, you know, drop back and there was a guy right in his face. And it makes it tough, and it's, I can't even fault play calling in those issues in those situations because you know what play can you call that's going to work if you have a dude running at you right up the middle? A run play is going to he's going to tackle the running back. It's a pass play. He's right at the quarterback already.
1: Brandon, I mean, we we talked about this team as st- I still think they're the NFC West favorites to win the division here, um, coming off of Week One and only being one game. How do you feel? Do you still have still feel pretty good or do you feel we have more concerns than positives after week one?
0: Oh, I feel pretty good. I think this is a traditionally has been a slow starting team with Pete Carroll. A lot of that is because he likes to start younger players and and see what they have. So I'm I'm not too concerned at this point, and it wouldn't shock me even at at the end of the month if we're looking at a two and two team. But going forward, that we see something positive. Brandon
1: Schultz is joining me from the Seahawkers podcast and the Field Goals podcast. We'll talk about their matchup against the Pittsburgh Steelers as well as the possibility could have Antonio Brown been a Seahawk. We'll talk about that as well next year on the Knock on Sports. Still joining us in studio is Brandon Schultz from the Seahawkers and Field Goals podcast as we are talking about the NFL. The game play has resumed for Thursday night football. Right now, Tampa Bay with a 3 nothing lead over Carolina. And I'm surprised, to be honest, Brandon. Uh, let's talk about their matchup this week. Uh, they got the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they could have perhaps had a former Steeler on the team uh, if you heard from Pete Carroll earlier this week.
0: You know, I saw all these reports, and I watched the press conference, and I. It's interesting to see where the way they, the direction that they took it with the reports, because Pete Carroll essentially said, "Oh yeah, we looked at him." We look at everybody and that's kind of how they, that's how they go about things. They want to be in on every deal, whatever move gets made around the NFL. And so I have no doubt that they looked into it just to see what was going on. But it also, he kind of got the sense from him too, that when they looked into it, they knew he was going to new England. And isn't it interesting that that, that deal happened so quickly after we found out that Antonio Brown was released?
1: I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what to, how to look into this because I'm just like well, they
0: wanted to trade a first round pick for him if it, to to the Steelers. Steelers obviously didn't want to do that because they have that little rivalry going. Yeah, Belichick gets what he wants.
1: True, <laughs> true. He does get what he wants here, but at the same time, I mean, look at him now. I mean, we don't know if he'll get him. I don't think he's going to play Sunday.
0: That no, well, that could be true too. There, there, there's been some things that have happened that uh, we we may not see him on the field now. Or- well. And the source, a while.
1: sources say right now that the Pats were unaware of this situation. Oh, interesting. So who knows? But and, I mean,
0: and obviously Brown was aware of it coming.
1: And, yeah. Pa- apparently he and his agent knew that it was coming. And I think um, once again, uh, Antonio Brown could, because of this conduct, potentially it's all alleged. We'll see what the courts and the legal system say. But I mean, he could find himself out of he could find himself with no money after Signing thirty million and then, what was it nine million guaranteed
0: yeah, for this 30 year thirty million guaranteed and and then nine that's a lot of millions to give up that were guaranteed at one point exactly so uh, yeah. but let me ask you this it, it, we
1: know the deal was pretty quick with the Patriots but if the Seahawks had the chance do you take that chance I certainly oh, no wouldn't. no no <laughs> no that's pretty simple okay
0: <laughs> it's pretty easy for me look at all of the drama even with this this latest allegation toward him. I, I wouldn't have wa- one of the one of Pete Carroll's first rules is always protect the team. And when you saw Antonio Brown release that video, by the way, a, a video that was definitely produced, Antonio Brown wasn't making that video just on his own, you know, the iMovie at, at home. He wasn't putting that together. He had that professionally done. Yeah. So it was, it was part of a strategy. And when, when it's part of a strategy to make your team look bad, he's not protecting his team.
1: Well, he could have gotten into some serious legal trouble. He's lucky Gruden doesn't press charges, especially in California.
0: Yeah, I suppose I, uh, I read that. It's interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 fun to think about, but
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's talk about the matchup with the Steelers. I mean, I was expecting a lot more. I picked the Steelers to actually upset the Patriots. Boy, was I wrong! What do you think? do you do you think you see that type of Steelers team again?
0: I don't think so. I, you know, I have a hard time going back and just watching. And for the Seahawks coaches, they're going to have a heck of a time looking at that game film and going, OK, well, we know what the Steelers are going to do. You have no idea what the Steelers are going to do because they were down so quickly early that they had no chance to really implement whatever game plan they had. So I, I'm a little bit disappointed in that regard that now they go into this game, too and they really don't know much of anything about what the steelers have planned for the season in terms of their offense
1: what's more concerning the way the St- how bad the steelers looked or how good the patriots looked
0: ooh uh well it could it could be a combination of things because the Steelers may not have been up for the moment to play. It is week one of the season and the way they handle preseason. A lot of these NFL teams, they may just not have been ready right. to, to go after it. And, you know, a Bill Belichick coach team is going to be ready come week one. So it just could have been that. Di- That's how it looked to me anyway, that the, the Steelers just didn't come ready to play. The Patriots marched out in the field al- almost every drive to score.
1: What's your biggest concern? Because I look at this matchup between Seattle and Pittsburgh. My concern is answering and figuring out how to get get Bush out of the way, essentially, and get him locked up because he's so fast, so physical, such a freak of nature uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think he's going to fit in with that linebacking core and the lore that they've had Uh, because he's already looked so good as a rookie.
0: You got Bush, you have Watt, although I I haven't heard if Watt's going to be available to play on Sunday, so that could be a good thing for the Seahawks. Um, Yeah, the defensive line that they're going up against and those linebackers, that does worry me a little bit, but... Also, the secondary, if, if they're going to give up those same kind of plays that they were giving up against New England, that excites me a little bit. But can the Seahawks offensive line bounce back a little bit? And one of the things that has me concerned is just the historical play of the Seahawks in September. I went back and, and looked at just inside the Russell Wilson era. The Seahawks, outside of the Super Bowl season, are 1-10 in, 10 in <laughs> September. One they're, in ten? they're three and ten. If you include that one Super Bowl season, wow! They've won. Yeah, I didn't realize they were that bad in September. They're they're bad in September on the road.
1: On the road. Oh, okay, okay. I was about yeah. to say. Wait a minute. <laughs>
0: uh, I need to make that. Uh, yes, I should have put that qualifier in there. That is, is strictly on the road games.
1: Uh, but still, still not good. On, it's this not is good. a road game. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I I don't like knowing that history and and the one road game that they that they actually won here with just last year uh, was against the Arizona Cardinals. And we know how bad they were last year.
1: Yeah, that, that was pretty terrible. I mean, uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll see. We'll see if they can change their fortunes.
0: But I think keep it close. They, every game that they have lost in September on the road has been within 10 points.
1: I think this is the game where the, the running game really has to get going and to set it, set things up. I think Carson and Penny have to have a big
0: day running the football. They do. And with it being on the road, that's going to be important. They got to get their big plays too. They got to shut down the Steelers run. We saw the Patriots were able to make that Pittsburgh offense one dimensional. Now, a big part of that was the fact that they got up. So, you know, they were up 20 to nothing at the half. So they had to go to the air in the second half. And we saw with the Steelers, we, we saw with the Bengals, the Seahawks able to make them one dimensional and unable to win the game. If they can do that against the Steelers too, I like their chances.
1: Brandon, I know the play is just resumed. Let's get to our NFL picks. Who'd you take tonight? Bucks or Panthers?
0: I took the Panthers, but I see you have the Bucks checked now now that the score is up 3-0. Well so I was shocking. picking
1: I was picking the Bucks from the get-go. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I was yeah. gonna pick, I pick the, the
0: Panthers. <laughs> uh, Cardinals at Ravens. I am taking the Ravens.
1: So am I. I'm gonna take the Ravens as well. I don't know if
0: they're gonna score sixty again, but uh, I,
1: I think that was just a byproduct of Miami being that bad uh Dallas versus Washington uh Washington played a little better than I expected last week. I'm taking Washington in the upset
0: for their Ooh, yeah
1: upset pick okay
0: that's my upset pick this week
1: well, I'm not I'm not feeling as good about that as you is As Dak, Dak Prescott played pretty good last week he I'm did gonna take, I'm gonna take now Dallas they gotta Cowboys. go on
0: the road though
1: we'll see we'll see uh Colts at Titans I am gonna take the Titans this one's hard for me because, you know, the Colts played a lot better than I expected
0: against the Chargers. Chargers uh, well, the Titans played a lot better than I expected against the Browns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We both lost that yeah. one. Um, I'm going to take the Titans with you. Uh, uh, so I'm going to take the Titans here. I think they played well. Seahawks, Steelers. Um, I oh, think yeah. this is pretty simple for yeah. us. I'm, I'm taking Seahawks with you on that one.
0: Oh, good. So. Now I feel bad about not taking the Bucs.
1: Oh, don't great. feel bad about the Bucs? Listen, Tampa is going to be terrible this year. I did
0: take them last week, though, and they well, let me down. I guess what? It's tied 3-3. You're oh, fine. Okay. Right. Um, Bills at the Giants. I am surprised that the Bills are not a lot of people going with the Bills. And they won. And they won. And they're playing the Giants, who, I don't know, did they look all that great? And I'm taking they the got Bills.
1: They spanked. I mean, Saquon Barkley looked good.
0: Right. But uh, yeah, Jones, Daniel Jones was in the game by the end of the game, wasn't he?
1: I think so. Well, I mean, I, don't, I think give it about six more weeks. I think Eli's going be full time. Yeah. 49ers at Bengals.
0: I'm going to take the 49ers, uh, I, even though I don't want to. All right. I'm about It'll take- make me feel better, though, if they if they lose.
1: Well, I'm going to make my upset pick the Bengals here just because of what I saw last week. in San yeah. Francisco should have lost to Tampa. But Jameis Winston decided to give two gifts.
0: That's not that much of an upset pick. They're playing at home. Well, what? It's
1: Cincinnati, everyone thinks they're going to be terrible. Uh, Chargers at the Detroit Lions.
0: Ooh, this is interesting. The Chargers have a lot of injuries, but uh, I, I still I have to go with L.A. Listen, I might have gone with Detroit, but they had a huge
1: lead over the Arizona Cardinals, <laughs> and they tied. Uh, somehow they let Kyler Murray go for the last four minutes of the game, so I'm going with the Chargers. This one's
0: interesting. Vikings at Packers. Yeah, this is a bit of a coin flip, but I'm going to take the Vikings with how well they played. If they can keep that run game going against the Packers, I think the Vikings, they, they could put their stamp on this division early.
1: I think I'm going to agree with you because the Vikings looked awfully impressive. I took the Falcons last week to kind of beat the Vikings. And
0: I told you that was a mistake.
1: Yeah, you, you, you were absolutely right because, uh, yeah, that was a terrible mistake. Uh, Jaguars at
0: Texans. Texans. That, that's an easy one with the backup uh, quarterback, Gardner Minshew.
1: Hey, Gardner looked pretty good last week. Well, he the did Chiefs. look good
0: for yeah. I mean, you got that mustache. That
1: mustache is magic. I know it, it
0: does win people over. <laughs> uh I kind of agree with you though. The mustache I, is gonna have its own Twitter account if it doesn't already. It's,
1: well, you know, remember that Andrew Luck? What was that? That uh Oh yeah did Cap, that tw- Captain they, Andrew Luck? Yeah, I, I think that if Gardner Minshew can stick around, I think he takes over for Andrew <laughs> Luck. He's the new captain. Captain Gardner Minshew. There you go. <laughs> he, he's got that kind of name to go with it. Um Patriots
0: and Dolphins. That this don't take long well i'm gonna take patriots but they've struggled in miami historically
1: listen i totally agree <laughs> my, my, they've struggled in miami but listen miami needed a miracle last year they need two miracles this weekend that's true uh chiefs at raiders this one's actually a little more interesting than i would have thought
0: it is interesting but i'm gonna take the chiefs i'm not gonna try and pick and choose where they're gonna lose throughout <laughs> the season
1: <laughs> i agree i'm gonna take the chiefs as well saints rams revenge
0: yes this will be fun ah gosh i want the the saints to win so badly Uh, i'm gonna take the rams anyway i just i don't feel good about it
1: it's really tough because i thought about taking the saints but their defense just gave up so much last week against the texans
0: i that was my upset pick last week and i almost had it if they made a 58 yard field goal and ruined my upset pick
1: well, talk. yeah, well, you know, hey, you shouldn't play prevent defense for no. Texans. Uh, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take the Rams here. Um, Gross. I, yeah, I know. I'm not exactly <laughs> fond of it either. Uh, Bears at Broncos. Two teams trying to figure out their offensive identities.
0: Broncos usually do very well in their home openers. So I'm going to take Denver.
1: I'll take Chicago to get back on track. So got another one that we go against each other. Because uh, last week you went nine, six and one. And I went eight seven and one last oh, week
0: Yep. so i lost that to was the vikings pick that did it the yeah. vikings Falcons.
1: well the, the bucks pick didn't help either
0: <laughs> uh <laughs> i took the bucks with you remember uh,
1: yeah i know it didn't help us either way no. uh eagles falcons who are you taking
0: i son? got the eagles there
1: i'm gonna take the falcons here
0: oh bounce back game i don't think the falcons are good
1: I, I, well see here's the thing i kind of took the i took the falcons actually as my super bowl pick i thought they'd have a big bounce back oh, yeah.
0: year you just get over that. Don't don't try and justify it. Still,
1: <laughs> Browns <laughs> at, at Jets and uh, Sam Darnold's got mono.
0: Yes, I had the Jets initially. And then when I found that out and plus maybe no Le'Veon Bell, I, I have to go Browns.
1: I'm going to go Browns as well. Uh, the Jets lost with Sam Darnold and Le'Veon Bell last week to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I I have to think that Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns get back on track.
0: But it worries me about the Browns being so undisciplined last week to, uh, against the Titans.
1: I think this is where Cleveland might have made a mistake. Again, I get Freddie Kitchens. This is like Tampa Bay a couple years ago yeah. when you decided to make and you promoted Dirk Cutter to be your head coach. I think they made a mistake and should have kept Greg Williams as their head football coach and they were because they were winning games with him as the head coach. Should have left uh, Greg Williams as the head coach there. I think that would have been the better decision. I, we'll see if it plays
0: out. Though. I think it may play out that way.
1: Brandon Schultz from the Seahawkers podcast and the Field Goals podcast. Thanks, Brandon, for joining me for making picks. If uh, fans want to catch the latest episodes of the Field Goals and the Seahawkers podcast, how can they do
0: it? Yeah, check out the latest episode of the Field Goals podcast. We talked to uh, uh, Dave from Behind the Steel Curtain podcast to kind of preview the Steelers matchup. So if you're looking for more of a, a Steelers preview, check that out there. And then Adam and I on Saturday, it'll be a little bit later show this week, but uh, that's probably when we'll have the next episode of the Seahawkers podcast.
1: Brandon, always appreciate the time, my friend. Appreciate the insight. Can't wait to chat with you next week, my
0: friend. Anytime.